following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with April J. Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she has managed to rise above them and conquer her life. She'll help you to do the same. Now, here is your host, April J. Ford. Hello, and welcome to You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. Here on Voice America, I'm your host, April J. Ford. Loneliness has been an overriding theme of my life and the challenge I've had to overcome. I offer this show as an example for people who may feel alone during an adversity that they are not alone. Your journey called life is filled with happiness, success, fulfillment, and even disappointments and adversities. Did you know that there are golden blessings to be discovered even when life throws you a curveball. Being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and single parent at only 32 years old, I created a formula and four steps on how to create a blueprint to rise above life's challenges. These four steps are recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance. Recognize the rubble that are barriers and roadblocks to your success, fulfillment, joy, happiness, and healing. Two, respond by creating a recovery plan, and this is going to be your blueprint and your roadmap to break through those barriers. I encourage you to take you know, a small step. It's even to, better to take a small step in the wrong direction than nothing at all. At least you'll have a reference point on where you want to go and where you don't want to be. And the third is to reevaluate the plan as you rebuild. We all know that even the best plans have hiccups along the way. And the fourth is to rebalance the relationships that bring meaning and value to your life. And, you know, you can have all the power, positions, and possessions, but in life, we all know at the end of the day, it comes down to the relationships. And ask yourself the same question, who do I bring meaning and value to? And to be able to answer this, you must have a mindset and thought process that is positive and progressive about yourself. This blueprint guides you on finding who you are and how to handle these challenges, and it doesn't even have to be an extreme situation as mine. And this is how you will transition and transform into who you're truly meant to be. I believe in taking a holistic approach on implementing the four steps, so this show will bring out expert guests focused on empowerment. There's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. Our guest today is Vanessa Simpkins, who will be speaking on the topic of Take Your Power Back Now, Overcome Fear. Stuck in an abusive relationship for eight years with a man who nearly killed her one night in a hotel room, Vanessa Simpkins turned her story of tragedy into triumph with her number one best-selling book, Take Your Power Back Now, How to Overcome Your Resistance to Creating a Life You Love, the Ultimate Confidence Guide for Women, which has been featured on Fox, NBC, and the CBS Morning Shows. 
From bankrupt to selling a million dollars worth of mops, Vanessa is passionate about helping women overcome fear, taking their power back, and to thrive. Founder of the 10K and 30 Day Skyrocket Your Confidence and Cash Flow program and Love at Your Launchpad program, she teaches women about sales, mindset mastery, overcoming fear, handling sales objections, breaking through visibility blocks, attracting clients, and making money. A lover of hot tropical places, wearing bikinis, and having sand in her toes, Vanessa travels often, loves adventure, and invites her clients to do the same in her fearless and fabulous VIP women's empowerment retreats in Hawaii, Laguna Beach, California, and also in Sedona. Welcome to You're Not Alone, Vanessa. How are you today? Oh, April, so great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. It's always great to reconnect, and uh, I'm really happy to be sharing this time with you and your listeners today. Oh, I've been waiting for this day to bring you on the show for our listeners on Voice America. You know what, before we jump into, I know you're anxious to get into talking about taking our power back and what does that mean and overcoming fear. Let's kind of set the stage, you know, and rewind back to this relationship that you're in, you know, on, on again and off again for what, eight years. You set the stage and tell us what that relationship was like from the beginning. You know, I got involved in a relationship, I think, like many women do, with this kind of, you know, facade or this veil of, hey, you know, Prince Charming is going to come and, you know, whisk you away and solve all your problems. And, um, you know, I was in a point in my life where I wasn't taking responsibility for a lot of things. I was an entrepreneur. I was so passionate about, you know, being my own boss and having freedom, and I was really trying my hardest um, in a business, and I was in a ton of debt. I was terrified. Um, and here, you know, here comes along this great guy with, you know, some money, and, um, you know, we got involved, and um, I had gone bankrupt because I didn't understand how important sales was. You know, I mean, I think as, uh, you know, as, a, as an, em- an employee, you know, working in a job and then transitioning into being an entrepreneur, there's a, there's a lot of things that you need to learn there. And right. So I and we'll get into that. I'm going to ask you some questions about that. I'm interested in how your transition was. But, yeah, let's go ahead and set the stage about the relationship piece so that our listeners can get a full picture and what it looked like, you know, before and after with, you know, Vanessa's life and where she is now. Yeah. So basically, you know, that relationship started out with me being in a very disempowered place because he held, he had all the money. And I think I, I stayed, you know, because um, I didn't think that I deserved any better. I didn't think that I could really, you know, make it on my own. I had gone bankrupt. I was filled with, you know, shame and kind of, you know, really embarrassment. And, you know, I was in this place of, and I lost everything. And, um, and then I stayed, I stayed there for eight years. I would break up with him. I'd go back because I really had this mindset that, you know, I wasn't going to get any, I wouldn't deserve more. Um, and I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of this story going on in my mind that, you know, I wasn't good enough. I, he made me think that I was crazy and that I wouldn't ever really get anything better than this. So I would go back. And this ha- you know, this continued for eight years until I had a big major wake-up call one day and he threw me across the hotel room uh, kind of in drunken rage because I wouldn't have sex with him on his birthday. And, wow. You know, that, wow. that's, 
that story, I've just recently, you know, that story kind of followed me around for five years like a bad fart, you know, something I didn't want to share with the world because it was so embarrassing. But April, I got to tell you, that story, you know, became its own movement. It became a best-selling book, Unleashed. That story came out within six months. It was in print. It became a bestseller. It's gotten me on an 11 city television media tour. I share it at events and women cry. You know, I'm, I'm still mm-hmm, getting used to, mm-hmm. you know, being in the experience of uh, how moving it is and, and, and hearing women tell me, you know, what, Vanessa, I've had a similar experience of giving my power away and being stuck. And I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal what an authentic story unleashed can do. And uh, it truly has become, you know, it was a thorn in my side that's now become quite a, a rose in my life. I mean, it's become its own movement. It's become in a best-selling book. It's the name of my website. It's the name of my retreats. And I think women around the world now are, are waking up, you know, and, and it starts by overcoming fear. It starts by mastering the mindset. Well, let's talk about, you know, eight years is quite a, you know, a lengthy amount of time to be involved in a situational relationship like that where it was abusive was it always abusive I mean how did you you know start from the beginning of I'm sure at day one you didn't think down the road you were forecasting it was going to end in such having a traumatic event like you said you know being thrown across the hotel room and he nearly killed you with with I believe you're in front of a glass plate window right yeah, when I met him, it wasn't abusive. It was, you know, it was, he was gorgeous and tall and sexy. And, you know, um, I think the recipe for disaster, though, was really my irresponsibility in not making my own money, being financially dependent on this guy. When I met him, you know, he was 10 years older than me. He, you know, he, he had money and I didn't. And I, I, I got, I trapped myself in there because of that, which is why I'm so passionate about helping women make their own money, you know, because then you can be a choice. Okay. But with um, your, going back to the relationship, do you think it had to do with, you know, what's called the Stockholm syndrome where victims emotionally bond with their abuser as a way of responding to the trauma? Because like you said, you were going in and out of the relationship. It was almost like going back to the land of familiar and comfort and security. You know, you had your fear and it sounds like fear of worthiness or, or doubt of worthiness of being able to stand on your own and make your own money and be independent. And there's a lot of shame involved. Do you think it has to do with that as well? Yeah, you know, I think... I think we choose a lot of relationships in our life based on, you know, our, our parents' relationships. Um, and, I mean, this, this relationship that I was in was, wasn't physically abusive um, right away. It was physically abusive once, and that was the end of it. But there was a lot of red flags there. You know, there was a lot of red flags. There was a lot of emotional abuse going on. There was a lot of, he was very insecure. Um, and I think that... You know, I think he was a lot, a lot of ways like my dad, who was this, you know, really brilliant, genius, talented artist, but had a lot of, you know, insecurities himself. And so did I go back and was I responding? You know, I think, I think that um, I really didn't know a lot about relationships. I really didn't know how to honor my own truth and, and even hear or acknowledge my own feelings, to be quite honest with you. So would you say when you, when you, when you're talking about your reference point of, you know, your parents' relationships and that was your 
role model per se, would you say that had basically molded your image and, and beliefs on what a relationship should look like or feel like and you thought it was okay based on what you grew up knowing? Yeah, I think until we all, you know, become conscious, we're living out our subconscious program. If we're living out, you know, what we know to be true. And there's a lot of dysfunctional patterns in my my parents' relationships. I mean, my mom, you know, was a caregiver. She was a nurse, and I think she caregived, you know, she basically caregived her entire life away to, you know, my dad, who was a brilliant artist. He also had a lot of addiction. And so, you know, here I was, here I found myself in the exact same pattern, living out the exact same thing I swore mm-hmm. I would not do, you right. know, uh, in my late 20s. And um, and it really just was, like, unbelievable. Like, how did this happen? I started to... You know, I started, moving on from that, you know, I started to become aware and conscious of um, these patterns. And so I think until you, oftentimes until life becomes really um, painful, we don't really look at those, right? But definitely, you know, you're, you know, you, you get to decide new decisions in your life. You always get to decide, but, you know, the patterns, I think, are set there when we're young until we become conscious of them and decide to make a new decision like what you were talking about in the beginning. I really love, you know, how you're, you have a four-step program. I have a, a different program, but it's based on, you know, similar principles like, you know, being radically honest, you know, being radically honest about what's going on in your life. You know, right. you can't change something if you live in denial. And sometimes yeah. the hardest and the most courageous thing to do is to be honest with ourselves about, you know, what's really going on and what our feelings are telling us. Yeah. Um, and let's hold that thought, Vanessa, before, because I do want to get into your radical process and dive deeper into that. So hold that thought, and we're going to take our first commercial break. We are speaking with Vanessa Simpkins, the number one bestselling author of Take Your Power Back Now and Overcome Fear. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges? Or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. Change happens. It doesn't just happen to us, it happens through us. On The Art of Transformation, host Mara Evenstar helps you become the artist of your own transformation. Learn to work with natural patterns, work with change rather than against it. Mara and her guests will bring fresh perspectives and new ways to apply the art of transformation to yourself, your community, and our world. Be sure to listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Did you know there are close to 50 loss events that can produce the wide range of emotions we call grief? Grief is a normal and natural response to loss. We all experience loss in life. Often, when we do, people tell us we have to let it go and move on. But how do you do this, especially when you don't know where to start? Listen to 50 Shades of Grief with host Melody Dawn. Live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we can get through grief. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's one 346 9141 if you'd rather send April an email, her email address is aprilj.ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. Welcome back. I'm your host, April J. Ford, here on Voice America, You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. We've been speaking with the number one best-selling author, Vanessa Simpkins. Her book is Take Your Power Back Now, and she shared with us about the abusive relationship that she was involved in for about eight years, and I wanted her to continue that conversation of, you know, what it was like, what did she feel when she, you know, wasn't at a place of being responsible where she was in her life and she felt a lot of shame and guilt and, you know, being less worthy and having this paradigm of what a real healthy relationship looked like based on the beliefs that she was conditioned in her childhood. And Vanessa, we were speaking about, you know, there's different types of abuse. It could be mental you know, manip- manipulation, there's emotional abuse of somebody being controlling, and also physical and sexual abuse. You know, from my past, I've observed and experienced the, the whole gamut, the whole spectrum. Um, my personal experience being sexual abuse and physical abuse, but also observing the abuse that my mother had to endure with domestic violence. And what can we do, you know, what are some practical tools or methods or tips that we can give to some of our listeners out there today who are still in that place that you were once were, you know, while you were in this unhealthy relationship? What can they do now? Well, April, one of the things that I love teaching women is a simple three-step process, and it's called, starts with radical honesty. That's the first step. And, you know, oftentimes when we're in this very shameful place, you know, we're hiding out. We, we, we're not being, we're not even really being honest with ourselves about our feelings because oftentimes there's a lot of fear. I was in tremendous amount of fear and anxiety and a lot of shame. And I didn't want to let other people know. I wasn't even being honest with myself about what was happening. So, you know, radically honest it takes a lot of courage. And, you know, it's mentioned in the Bible that the truth will set you free. Now, I'm not particularly the religious. I'm not preaching, you know, religion right now. But the truth, mm-hmm. you know, sharing the truth is the highest expression of love that you can have. And it will set you free. So, you know, the step one is being radically honest about what is really going on here. 
being radically honest about how you feel, and then sharing that with somebody else. You know, when you bring, when you, when you talk about it, when you share it, you know, for myself, I did as I, you know, after that crazy event in the hotel, I went to Al-Anon and started learning about how alcoholism had affected my family. And I had, I was sharing with people now this story, you know, all of the shame. And so it wasn't a secret anymore. It lost, started losing its power. Uh, the second step is radical responsibility, you know, to take responsibility for what is going on and to make a new plan, make a plan of action. You know, for a woman listening who may be in abusive relationships, who might be in controlling or, you know, emotionally uh, controlling relationships or sexually abusive relationships, make a plan. You know, if your plan is to leave and you have kids or pets, um, you know, you can't just run out the door. Right. So, you know, but make a plan for it. You know, maybe your plan is in 30 days. Maybe, you know, your plan is I need to get some money together. You know, stop being in this place of a total victim where you can't do anything and you run around in circles and hopelessness. Make a plan to get out of it. This is called being radically responsible for yourself because there's nobody else out there in the world going to do it for you. So, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about helping women overcome fear because fear is the one thing that prevents people from making decisions to implement a plan. And right, if you're really paralyzed some, with fear. Yeah, and there's a phenom- there's two phenomenal books that I want to share with the listeners that really, you know, I'm so I so completely conglomerated my brain um, <laughs> and made a lot of sense. You know, there uh, there are two books by Napoleon Hill. One's called Think and Grow Rich, and the other one's oh, called yes. Outwitting the Devil. And you know, this book has been around. Number one, you know, personal development book, the most most sold book I think in the world, maybe aside from the Bible. But it's about ousting fear from the mind. And how, you know, he interviewed 50,000 successful people, the most, the world's most successful people in the world, the most, you know, people that have the most failure. And they found that people that have a plan, you know, taking action consistently on a plan builds momentum and it ousts fear from your mind. And what that does is open you up to your higher power that can then direct you on the fastest way possible to give you that, you know, that goal to get you there. So step two is, you know, taking radical responsibility, making a plan for you. You know, I used to never, I used to think if I was popular, I wouldn't have to, you know, make plans to meet my, my social life would be full. No, you know, make a plan. (laughs) If you want to meet friends, you know, I went to Montreal recently for Easter and I thought, holy smokes, I'm on here. I'm I'm alone again. Like, what's going on? I just traveled all this way from California. And then I said, you know, no, like make a plan. Who do you want to see? Call them up. Okay. I made a plan. I saw everyone had a fantastic trip. But I made a plan, and I've always been someone who wanted to be this free radical, you know, this free spirit, you know, and oh, fly around like a gypsy and let the wind blow me around. And I'm now in my life really understanding the power of a plan. Uh, so take radical responsibility for that and implement it. And then step three is, you know, radical, radical self-love. You know, when I, um, well, after that event, you know, happened, I, I started to look and, 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 you know, I had noticed that I was not... I wasn't, I didn't even know who I was anymore. I, I gave him so much of my life away. I put this person's happiness and their priorities above my own. I completely lost myself. I mean, I, I didn't even, you know, there was work in my life and that was it. So I started to, you know, really go back to the things that I love to do. I love to go horseback riding. 
I love to go dancing. So I found a ranch and I joined a Zumba class and, you know, I started taking care of my health and I started to do those things that I love to do that there mm-hmm. really was no time for in this, you know, kind of whirlwind relationship that was, um, you know, codependent and abusive and the whole nine, you know? Mm-hmm. So go back to, you know, what are the things that you love to do? Why aren't you doing those things? So you said you know, your radical your radical process is just three steps. One, that's taking um, radical honesty, is that what you called it? Honesty, yep. and then two, radical responsibility, and then three yeah. is a self-love? Yeah. Okay. So what, what about, let's back it up for step one. When you say this is the part or stage where victims are oftentimes hiding out and they need courage or maybe encouragement i mean who do they who who would you recommend if they don't have anybody to trust and share their situation or feelings or or circumstances with who do they go to just to take that initial step of honesty if they're well you know i had done it with this friend of mine actually that the very next morning i called up a friend and i said you won't believe what happened like this is what happened i called up another friend and said this is what happened and then i decided you know what i uh, this is not going to go away in the film, this problem. I'm going to actually get some help. At that point, I had enough suffering. You know, I had a major wake-up call, right? And life will keep doing that to you until you, you know, one of my friends says, give me toothpicks instead of two-by-four wake-up calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did is I, I did some research. I actually decided I was going to go and get, like, some help, go and join an Al-Anon program and find out, you know, what's really going on here. And so I, I went out and I sought out an association that would help me doing some research so start with your friends, start, you know, start with somebody close to you and then, you know, do some Or maybe even a community support group, a resource group, a support network within the community would be a good exactly. idea as well. Nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out and get help. You know, it's, you suffer when you think that you are alone, basically, right? You suffer mm-hmm. when you, when you, when you hide out, when you let the fear and the shame and all these lower emotions just tie you down. And it really is, you know, so liberating to be honest. And I mean, it's the hardest thing to do, especially if you, I mean, I wasn't raised, I don't think, you know, my mom really was so in touch with her own feelings. So, you know, how are you, how are you, how do you, how are you expected? And there's a lot of judgment. You know, I had judged myself for a long time. Um, How are you expected to be a successful, you know, honest, um, in touch with yourself person if, you know, the people that are raising you aren't? You know, how, how right. do you learn those things? Right. So, you know, it's, it's about, you know, learning new ways. You know, the definition of insanity is doing some, the same thing over and <laughs> over, over and over. Different results, right? Right, right. So now, the second... break somewhere. You've got to break yeah. the pattern somewhere. And I think the first step is really about being honest and, and then taking responsibility, you know, getting a plan to do something different. Mm-hmm. And the next step is to take ownership and responsibility and... You made a very good point. Yes, we all should make a plan, but oftentimes people fail at this point because it's all yep. about just the planning and not really taking action. How would you encourage those to go beyond just the planning stage and really take action? So I teach my clients, I have a 10K and 30-day program, and it teaches you know experts and women entrepreneurs about how to do workshops and how to make money and how to you know, succeed as an expert and you know, sell their coaching consulting. And the a big part of this program is mindset foundation. It's about having a foundation for success, starting with the right mindset. 
And then what I teach people how to do is, you know, create a plan. So a plan is a definite goal by by a date, you know, then what you intend to exchange to receive this goal because you can't get something for nothing. And then, you know, a couple of plans, you know, these are ideas that you already know that you put them on paper instead of just have them float around in your mind. Then what I do on Sunday evenings, it's very practical. I mean, I'm telling you, it's easy to do, easy not to do. Mm-hmm. Sunday evenings, I look at my week and I say, okay, where am I going to plug these big rocks into my week? Where am I going to plug these chunks into my week? Now I have a business plan, a relationship plan, and a health plan. I have a fun plan. Because again, if you're not planning for something, you're planning it's for something. It's not going to manifest, planning, right? Yeah, you're planning for fear to come in and take you out. You need to command your mind. And the way to command it is to plan, is consistently read your plan every day. What will happen is you will direct and command the mind to go and open up, you know, your reticular activating device and go and hunt out the, only the information opportunities that are in alignment with this new goal. That's how it works. So, you know, the, the foundation is to really command your mind to go after the things that you want. And then the practical, how do you take action is put it in your calendar. It's never going to happen unless you put it in your calendar. <laughs> and look at all the things we put in our calendar. You know, all this business, all these clients. Well, what about your health? You know, my, my gym. I go, I go dancing classes. I have yoga. And I go to the gym three mornings a week. I put those in my calendar. Right. You know. Right. I believe in um, taking a holistic approach. It's about your health. It's about your, you know, your spirituality. It's about your business. It's about you know your family, your friends, and you know putting you back on your own to do list is what I call it. Yeah, and you know I work with a lot of women who are workaholics who you know have these ideas that they think you know their worth is only maybe tied up in their in their in their jobs and their business. And it's amazing when they, you know, I was having a conversation yesterday with a client who was saying to me, you know, I'm having so much more peace in my life. And, you know, and this is really where the confidence comes from. When you're able to effectively create change in your life, and there's a recipe for it. But here's the thing. It's easy to do and it's easy not, not to, do. to do. Right. So this is right. where this radical self-love comes in. You got to, you know, you got to just make a decision that I'm going to love myself. No matter what, I'm going to do this because there's nothing else outside of you holding you back or preventing you from making that decision. And this is where, you know, really people, if you have a problem in your life, it's only because of two reasons. The first one is you're not making, you're procrastinating making a decision. Or number two, you've decided that your problems are bigger than you and you're helpless. Right, right. And, and there's only two ways. Yeah, that, that's like a whole nother show with that topic right there, Vanessa. Um, why don't we do this? Before we get into the third step of your radical process, let's go ahead and take another commercial break, and then we'll um, recap again what this process looks like. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you good at leading yourself? In order to be more effective leaders in business, as managers, or in any organization, you've got to start by being good at self-leadership. On Leadership Takeoff, host Mo Glenner and his guests bring you the tools to help you lead yourself and your team to truly become the pilot in command. You need to tune in to Leadership Takeoff. 
live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Because the sky is not the limit. It's only the beginning. Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence. Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email... Her email address is aprilj.ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. We're back here on You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Vanessa Simpkins. Vanessa was sharing how she started her healing journey to take her power back, and basically she calls it her radical process. The first step in a three-step process is to, one, her radical honesty approach, two, taking responsibility, and three, self-love. So, Vanessa, we, you know, before break, we were talking about taking responsibility, setting, you know, a plan and making that plan into action so it can actually come into fruition and manifestation. What else would you like to tell our listeners that basically, you know, holds them captive of moving forward with making their actions happen like where where do you see that they tend to follow is it just making the plan and holding themselves accountable with a coach or a mentor or having clear realistic goals if that well I'm a big proponent of definitely having accountability and you know having a mentor I've invested heavily in my own personal development my own growth and healing and I suggest everyone do it you know it's just just shave years off your learning curve um, and, and give you a system and a process to, you know, to do it. I think if we were meant to, you know, to do this journey alone, there wouldn't be 7 billion people in the world. <laughs> You're right. What I, what I like to help women with is to close the energy leaks. So women come to me because they want to make more money. Uh, they want to master their mindset. And one of the first things I have them do is, you know, really take stock and become radically honest about where they're leaking energy in their life. And what I mean by this, by closing these energy leaks, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, when I, 
you know, when I was in this relationship, I was neglecting my own needs, a lot of my own needs, my own emotional needs, physical needs. I had a big fat bubble on my shoulder. It was like, it looked like a third boob. It had like veins oh, and wow. things. It was so ugly. It was gnarly. And every time I wore a tank top, I would, I would hide my hair over it. And I was conscious of it. I would see it in the mirror. I would, ugh, you know, ugh, ugh. Every time you go mm-hmm. past the mirror, ugh, you know. And, I mean, just think about how much energy I was losing. You know, every time I would see that thing, ah, you know. So when um, when I had the big wake-up call, I made a decision. Again, your life starts with a decision. No one's going to make it for you but you. And my decision was, I'm going to heal everything in my life. Every, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal everything in my life. This year is the year I heal everything. And I took radical responsibility when the doctor got the operation. I hired a mentor. I learned about online sales and marketing, started my business. I took responsibility for it. I, I decided I'm going to do this thing now. I stopped, you know, neglecting myself. I put myself on my list of priorities. And, um, and so healing those energy leaks, you know, every time I look in the mirror now, oh, look at this, you know, I have great shoulders. It's beautiful. There's no, there's no more, you know, I had another experience where I had uh, my dog chewed my seatbelt and I was moving and so busy and I, w- I would see this seatbelt that was chewed and I would think I have to get it, you know, ordered and I was living in Hawaii and, you know, everything takes like two months to order a seatbelt <laughs> over there and I came to California and I was busy and I was moving and every time I would get in my car, I'd say, ah, you know, I got to get that done. Ah, well, finally put it in my thing and get it done. Because what happens every time I get in the car, I'm looking at the seatbelt and like, oh, you should get that. Oh, you know. So it's, you know, it's cleaning out those stories and cleaning up that self-talk, taking responsibility, getting these things done, your environment, your physical environment, your, your, your body, so important. You know, this is really what sets the stage for success, you know, in other areas of your life because you have more, you have more power, you have more of your, of your consciousness, more of your direct focus or your energy that you can now focus like a light beam on these other projects you want to do. So closing the energy leaks is really important. Right. And that ties too. into your third step of self-love, right? Closing the energy leaks because we tend to, like you said, we could be in a situation or circumstance where we are neglecting our own physical needs, emotional needs, because we're overcompensating. You know, oftentimes women take on so many roles and responsibilities as, you know, being a mom or a spouse and we're entrepreneurs or corporate ladder climbers. And then we're also volunteers in the community. We have so many roles and responsibilities. And oftentimes we put our own selves at the bottom of our own list to, you know, nurture. Yeah. Women are classically like that. I mean, I was raised by a nurse. I mean, she was, she was so caring, but my mom was never never really caring of herself. She's still not. You know, mm-hmm. God bless her. She's in her late 60s now. But, you know, I, I feel like she's in my life for a good reason to show me, you know, what not to do. <laughs> Thank right. her. I bless her. You know, really, my gosh, she's been like a thorn, but also a beautiful rose in my life. And I think... Right. Um, we must have the same mom then, because my mom was also a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's, you know... There's a lot to do there with, you know, caregivers, people who are, you know, and women, I think, are cast into that role as mothers, as caregivers, right? That it's it's kind of like, I don't know where this came from, it's some crazy brainwashing that it's good to be, you know, servient and, you know, sacrificing for those that you love. And it's only if you sacrifice you really love. Also, it's garbage. Right, you know, the, right. You the, can't the give from an empty well. It's... <laughs> 
Right. The most right. important thing is really feeling good. And, you know, I think even in society growing up, and I'm, I'm 36 years old now, I grew up in the age of, you know, these nice little Prince Charming and Cinderella and all these, you know, cartoons out there. Now we've got Shrek, which he's like really cool. You know, like the cartoons are becoming cooler. We've got great, you know, nicer messages, but back more in the realistic. day it was... Yeah, back in the day, it was this Prince Charming going to come around and save you? And so, you know, this is a, it's just a classic, you know, give your power away tale. Um, and so, you know, being, loving yourself, feeling good, you know, this is the most important thing. And often women come to me wanting to make money, and I tell them, go to the spa. Like, chill out, man. <laughs> Get, mm-hmm. you know, go and take care of yourself. Right. Give yourself Because permission. you're just going to be running on empty and creating more resistance, you know, and right. when you relax, when you quiet your mind, you then have a direct connection to your higher power, your higher self, whatever you want to call that. And let's, um, let's go ahead and dive into that. You know, tell our listeners, what does it really mean to quote unquote, take your power back? You know, for those listeners out there wondering, well, do I even have this special mojo of power? Where the, what is April and Vanessa talking about? I mean, is it the power to choose, the power to be connected? Break it down, Vanessa. Well, I think, you know, what it is, is it's really the power to effectuate change in your life. I think, you know, I think women, like I stayed in a relationship where I wasn't getting my needs met for eight years because, there was, you know, I didn't think I deserved better. I thought, you know, this was all I would get. I was, I was more of a victim in my life than a conscious creator. So, you know, taking your power back is really making the decision, you know, and, and taking the steps to create change, to, to really, you know, live the life that you are being called to live. And I, I know the women listening are feeling this because I'm working with you know, them. I have a blog and women contact me on social media um, my website's takeyourpowerbacknow.com. I get a lot of feedback, a lot of emails from women who are waking up. They're having this knock. You know, it's like there's a knock that's going to happen, you know, for you to change your life. Maybe it's to start a business. Maybe it's to leave a relationship. Maybe it's to take a trip around the world. It's something terrifying, right? We're all afraid of the unknown. There's right. a lot of risk involved with living your dreams. That's why most people don't do it. They, they live these quiet lives of desperation. Well, I'm not like that. I'm never going to be like that. I was raised by an artist to, you know, really instill, go after and do what you love to do. Um, be this kind of free spirit thinker, you know, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so, you know, there's a knock that happens on our heart. And, and you know, because of fear or the unknown or doubt or all this, we don't answer the door. But guess what? The knocking just gets louder. It doesn't go away. You know, and and sometimes, eventually, if you don't answer that, it becomes, like I say, a a two-by-four wake-up call. So I got got a two-by-four wake-up call when this guy threw me across, you know, the hotel room. I knew I I had to leave, but I just kept, you know, kind of staying in it because it was better than dealing with my life. And to be honest with you, you know, as long as I was there pointing my finger at this guy and what he needed to change and fix in his life, I didn't have to look at mine. Right. right. It was right. very nice. Look within first. Okay. Yeah. Very nice okay. scapegoat, right? Like, I'll look at all your problems and look at all, they're worse than mine, so I'm cool. You, you know? So, you know, when I, when I left, I had a lot of time. I had a lot of time and energy and, you know, to actually focus on the things that I needed to do. I took radical responsibility and, and did those things. So, um, 
I don't know where we are in this whole conversation. I kind of lost my <laughs> the power to choose. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and take another quick commercial break, and then we'll see if we can kind of gauge our listeners to help them maybe recognize to see if they're giving away too much of their power. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to rise above life's challenges with grace, gratitude, love, and joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanki. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanki can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence. Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. Welcome back. I'm your host, April J. Ford. We're here with Vanessa Simpkins, and she was just explaining what does it mean to take your power back, and that goes to taking that first step in making a decision to create a change in your life. Basically, it's the power to choose. Now, Vanessa, is there a way, I mean, do you, when you work with your clients, you know, if we can tie this into the four-step formula of being able to, one, recognize the rubble and roadblocks to some of the barriers that people are trying to overcome when they're meeting goals. How do you work with your clients as far as, you know, having them reveal or uncover some of the symptoms or red flags if we are giving away our our power? Is there a quiz that you usually ask or typical red signs that you walk them through? 
Yeah, I've got a nine-step quiz, and I can take your audience through it right now. The first question is, do you avoid speaking your truth so you don't come across as confrontational or impolite? That's question number one. Question number two is, do you let other people decide for you instead of expressing your desires? Give us an example. You know? what, what do you mean by that? Well, for example, let's say you go out, you know, you're on, you're on a date or you're with your partner and they say, hey, you know, where do you want to eat? And you're like, I don't care, whatever you want. You, know, you, you don't express your desires. You let other people decide for you. And, you, and then you end up, it's like you know, getting hot dogs or a pizza instead of going to a nice <laughs> restaurant. But is that just you, being kind to the other person of, okay, it's yeah. whatever, let's eat what you want to eat? I mean, how do you, how do you draw yeah. the line of... Being kind or not wanting to come across as, like, pushy or aggressive or, you know, needy or um, what's the word, you know, just not not expressing your desires. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with having what you want. How are people going to know unless you ask them, right? Right, right. A lot of women are like this. They just, they don't, they want to be liked. So they, you know, they don't really create many ways. They don't really have any opinions. So that's question number two. Do you let other people decide for you instead of expressing your desires? Question number one is do you avoid speaking your truth so you don't come across as confrontational and polite? Question number three is are you spending your time working just to pay the bills instead of pursuing your passion? A lot of women that live, you know, they're, this is when women usually come and find me. They're in a job that, you know, they're making money, but they're not living their purpose. And they know that, you know, they're meant to do more and they don't know what to do about it. They don't know how to break free of that job. Um, so it's question number three, spending your time working just to pay the bills instead of pursuing your passion. Question number four, are you staying in a relationship that's less than ideal just because of finances? I, I see women all the time. It makes me so, it makes me upset. It makes me mad. You know, women say, well, I have to ask my husband for the money. Are you kidding me? This is a real problem. You have a real problem. You, you mean know, to ask about making financial decisions or just to ask? For the money, period. Because they're, they're because they don't difference. have any money. They, they, they're, they're, they don't have any money. Their husbands are the ones that make all the money. In my, you know, in my eyes, and I, I understand, you know, couples have their own agreements. But um, I think women should always make their own money. You should not have to rely and depend on, you know, someone to financially support you. I, I think it's a very dangerous place to be. You know, quite honestly, and is, I don't think it's a smart move. Pretty you know, similar to the situation that you're in, you know, being financially dependent on the ex-boyfriend that you had that, you know, the lasted eight years that was abusive because you felt the need to have the security because he had all the money? That's right. Yeah, I put myself in a very dangerous situation because I wasn't making my own money. I needed, I needed to rely on this person and that's how he controlled me. A lot of women are like that. You can't, you have no idea how many women contact me. I had this one woman from Croatia who contacted me. Her husband left her for the secretary at work, four kids. She's in a country that doesn't speak the language and she's broke. You make all the money. What are you going to do? Like, hey, okay, let's put a plan in place and get you back to your country and, you know, making money in your business, you know? Mm. So I believe that. You know, there's, I'm, I'm a big and person. You know, you can, you know, and. Yes, have a relationship and make your own money. Have kids and make your own money. You know, you're always able, there's 5,000 million different opportunities, 5,000 million different jobs, online things. There is a way that you can make money. You know, and don't let that be an excuse for why you stay in something that's less than ideal, you know? 
When women say, I have to ask my husband because I'm not making any money, that's a real problem. And I think women need to fix that. You know, number one, make your own money and make your own decisions. Then you can be in a relationship because you want to, not because you need to be in it. Does that make sense? Right. And that's how a healthy relationship should look like. Yeah. Yep. Wanting and not needing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So question number four, are you staying in a relationship that's less than ideal just because of finances? Question number five, are you a people pleaser? Do you have a hard time saying no? I mean, that's self-explanatory. Some women just keep saying yes, 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 and they say no to themselves. Question uh, number six, do you have a bucket list that just keeps getting longer and longer but doesn't have any checklists <laughs> on it? I mean, you keep making a list, but nothing ever, you know, we were talking about this before, nothing gets done. It's just, and then you actually, you're, you know, without a plan, it's a very dangerous place to be in because then your confidence starts to take a hit and you start to doubt yourself, right? Bucket lists are great. You should be checking them off. Question number seven, do you have a hard time creating boundaries with your family, your spouse, or your kids? You know, self-love is about creating boundaries. Hey, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to get a massage or I'm going to go to the spa, you know, once a month and the world's not going to end. I promise it right, won't. Right, right. Number eight, do you often feel unworthy or not good enough when you compare yourself to other people? Comparing prevents a lot of entrepreneurs from uh, committing to their businesses, from investing in themselves, from being experts, from being visible. If they think, oh, well, I'm not good enough, look at you know, who am I compared to so-and-so, you got to start from where you're at. You're good enough just, you know, exactly where you're at. And question number nine, do you worry about what other people think of you? This is probably the number one, you know, number one thing that, you know, kept me in a bad relationship. It kept me, you know, living in shame or went bankrupt, you know, oh, my God, what people going to think of me? I'm such a failure. You know, needing others' approval is a huge, um, it's a huge block. You know, it, it prevents you from being honest. Uh, and it's the way that really your mind and your ego just pulls you out of, you know, the oneness um, right. and love that you already have all the time. So that's my nine question quiz. To so find hopefully that would giving too you much know, of your power allow our listeners to kind of question their stance if they are giving away too much of their power. So in closing, let's do a quick summary um, for those taking notes on how Vanessa was able to tie in the four steps. Again, it's recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance of how she was able to turn her tragedy into triumph into where she is living today, thriving in her business and helping other women. Um, she was able to recognize that the rubble that she was in and recognizing that she was giving away too much of her power. She was in fear, questioning her worthiness. And she responded by creating her own three-step process of being honest and being responsible, creating a plan and setting rules and boundaries about self-love. And of course, she reevaluated her plan by having coaches and mentors to basically collapse the time frame on her success. And now she's at a place where she's able to rebalance the relationships in her life that bring meaning and value to her, as well as her clients that she's helping with. Vanessa, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with in closing? Yeah, just know that wherever you are right now, you know, you can you can really live your dreams. It doesn't matter where you're starting from. You know, it, it, it takes radical honesty, a, a radical responsibility, make a plan and to love yourself and you can do it. And I'd love to help you. Any of the listeners, uh, you can find out more about me on my site, takeyourpowerbacknow.com and you can reach out to me I'm on all the social networks, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitter. And it's uh, my absolute pleasure to support you in any way. 
because right. I'm really passionate about helping women overcome fear. That's what it's about. And then, you know, put plans in place to thrive. Great. Thank you, Vanessa. Alrighty, everyone. I'm April J. Ford here on Voice America with You Are Not Alone. I share my story and the show so that others can share their stories and have their glory so that others don't have to experience the extremities of what I face but would be able to take the fruit of my adversities and prosper with it. I give my permission to allow people to borrow my belief and faith. I give my love and light so that others can illuminate theirs. I share my joys and blessings so that others can share theirs and to let others know you are not alone. There's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America. appreciate your joining us this week for You Are Not Alone. Please tune in for another edition with host April J. Ford next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to talk again next week.